Hello everyone, this is Matthew Leong and this is Miracles in the Making, Stories from Dance Marathon podcast. Today on this very first episode, I am bringing you a conversation with Haley and Kip, who represent Purdue University Dance Marathon, or PUDM. Haley is entering her third year at Purdue and is majoring in elementary education, and Kip is a senior at Purdue and is majoring in hospitality and tourism management. Their dance marathon journeys started at different points in their lives, but both led up to their current positions where Haley serves as the Purdue Dance Marathon Public Relations Executive while Kip serves as the Campus Relations Executive. Purdue University Dance Marathon has been around since 2005 while supporting their local cement hospital, Riley Hospital for Children, and just last year in 2019 raised $1,065,610.23 and cumulatively has raised over $9 million for the kids. In our conversation, we discuss social media engagement and the importance of keeping communities engaged during a pandemic. We also discuss the story of Tyler Trent, the miracle kiddo phenom that inspired and left an immense impact on the entire Purdue community. Finally, we talk about their why and some of the incredible moments that they have had while being a part of their dance marathon team. Purdue University Dance Marathon has left an impact on the entirety of the local West Lafayette and greater Indiana community and is hard set on setting the building blocks to grow and further pursue a world without pediatric ailment or illness. So take a listen and enjoy this wonderful conversation between me, Kip, and Haley as we discuss their dance marathon story through the experience and event known as Purdue University Dance Marathon. So, Haley, Kip, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today to talk about Dance Marathon at Purdue University. So, just before we get into anything, just tell us a little bit about your program. Okay, so uh, basically, we were started in 2005 with a goal to raise money for Riley Hospital for Children down in Indianapolis, which they treat 300,000 kids per year. They have a really big presence, and in Indiana, chances are you probably know someone that was treated at Riley because it's just such a big children's hospital that helps so many people out. And so we started in 2005, and it started really small, so we actually, dancers had, uh, like, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at the marathon, which is kind of a fun fact we say because of how small we are. And now we've grown to about raising $9.1 million, and then the first year we raised, like, $1,500. And so we actually were the highest-growing marathon, but then Turpathon, so University of Maryland actually took us over, a few years back, but we were the fastest program to grow to a million, and I think we did that in about eight years. We first in a million in 2013. I want to say 20, yeah, 2013. Yeah, yeah. So we've been we've been growing a lot, and we started off really small, but now it's a huge presence on campus, and we're the largest general organization at Purdue, which I'm sure many other marathons are on their campus. So yeah, that's incredible. So. Thank you for sharing that. That's I, I get I get chills every time I hear just the numbers and just how much growth there is for a program, especially your program. So I want to jump into a very important piece for dance marathons across the country. And a lot of dance marathons face some sort of adversity. And that can have a real heavy impact on fundraising, on the event itself. But is there a moment of adversity that your team or your program faced that now you look back on it is like a huge pivotal moment for the future of your program? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, like even going on like still like right now is the whole COVID-19 thing. We've just had a lot of different obstacles come up. Like we had to change the date of our marathon and obviously we're not on campus and so we don't have that campus presence that we usually do for the few months that we missed out on. And so just like coming up with like new ideas we had a huge fundraising challenge that was all like over social media that we started this year so that was really awesome 
and just like coming up with like new ways, like using social media and using um, just like things that we wouldn't have used before this COVID. So I think it's really been like, it's been obviously a struggle, but it's been really good for us, like coming up with like new ways to come together and like be a, a different way to run things. Yeah. 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 What Haley said, like there has never been a time like this, I would say, and at least in our lifetimes. And so it was all thinking on our feet about how we could work on this problem together because no marathon has probably had this issue before. And so we were really the first group of people that have ever had to deal with it. So I think that's what made us so hard is to figure out when we can do what, when, when, when we can put another marathon up, how we're going to fundraise, how we're going to keep our committee members engaged, which was probably the biggest thing because at Purdue, it, it is difficult to keep people engaged and it really helps having those in-person meetings. But then once that's taken away, that has a whole nother, you have to think of all these new ideas that you've never done before. And I think, but I think that was really hard, but we've, I would say we've definitely done, we've had some pretty uh, different ideas to come up with ways to keep people engaged and fundraising stuff. So I think it's been yeah. really good. I want to build off of that idea of campus engagement, engaging the community for dance marathon because it is like you said it's very easy to fall out like not pay attention and just kind of like you lose the routine of the in-person meetings and if social media isn't fully present like pretty much every day then you might lose your engagement of the students that you're going to get to this event who are going to eventually change lives so what are you doing to keep the campus engaged like right now so we both kind of handle the external side of dance marathon so Haley deals a lot with social media and kind of general public stuff and i'm more of like actual organizations and campus stuff so my job kind of was difficult because basically all the student organizations uh basically disbanded for the year and was like hey we're going to come back next semester so a lot of my job was just being just just emailing them saying we would love to work with you how can we best support you through this time and showing them that we're here for them during this hard time so then they can hopefully help us in the future and then also just planning out ahead of for next semester of what's going to happen uh, and the main thing was really just keeping the committee members engaged because that's the most important thing when it does come to like fundraising and just culture uh, at dance marathon is to make sure the committee members are having a good time and that'll um that'll help bring more people in in the future but for social media i mean yeah uh, for social media, it's been, like, super important, like, for now. Um, and so we've been doing, like, things like Instagram takeovers where, like, the people from the leadership team will, like, take over the Instagram for the day and, like, be posting, like, all about their day, what they've been doing, like, for, for the marathon or just, like, throughout the day. Uh, so that's been, I think it's just been a way to, like, get people more, like, engaged and, like, seeing what's going on and everything. Just definitely a big presence on social media. Yeah, absolutely. I, social media, is that's the way it goes right now. And it's actually a huge blessing with our generation to have social media, to have that constant form of communication to get that information out and, and just show that you care. I want to go from campus engagement to campus culture for Dance Marathon because it's very different across different campuses, as you might know. Some campuses are just getting started. Some campuses, it's ingrained in culture. So where is your campus in terms of the culture for Dance Marathon? Oh, boy. Okay. So with campus culture at Purdue, it's difficult. So we work with IUDM uh, on, a, on a lot of things. And for them, um, they they happen to where it's, it's kind of 
IU, and that's that's amazing like, how they've gotten it to that. And I don't know how other dance marathons are, but I just know for Purdue, it's, it's hard because so many of our students, because a lot of them are in these hard majors like engineering and stuff because Purdue is such a heavy engineering school, they're very, very focused on school, and they don't want anything to get in the way of grades. So it's, it's very hard to keep committee members engaged. So our entire goal is to try to show them how dance marathon is fun and how they can have a great time with it and how they can build their leadership. So when we talk to freshmen, we're like, hey, this will be a great leadership opportunity. You're going to meet tons of new friends because that's what freshmen want to do is find leadership opportunities and then like new friends. And then we say it's also like for a good cause. So we get them in by like trying to show them how fun it is and how they, it can help them. And then we try to get their why um, from them showing up to meetings and all this stuff by showing them like how what our organization is about. So Purdue is definitely it's it's hard to keep people engaged because they're very very school oriented. But I think the people that are engaged are really into it, and that's why I think our culture definitely is a really good thing about PUDM yeah. because we get people who are really committed into it. You know. Yeah. All right. Very cool. Very cool. So. Next question is, I'm curious to know, because every school has a different fundraising tactic, like whether it's creating, you know, with Donor Drive, connecting to Facebook to make Facebook fundraisers, or whether it's Instagram or Snapchat, what do you think is the most consistently successful fundraising tactic for Purdue University Dance Marathon? Um, For us, we usually try to tell everyone, like, we're very big on, like, personalized asks, like, making, like, we make, like, the personal ask, like, like different students at Purdue or, like, different family members from home, but, like, not sending, like, one, like, template to, like, every single person the same, like, wording on everything, but making it more personalized, like, asking, like, how they're doing and just, like, making it just seem like you're not just asking a number of people, but you're specifically asking them because you're, like, reaching out to them. Um, and so that's, I think, one of the biggest things that we focus on to, like, have people, like, raise money and fundraise. So... And then also we have a lot of different fundraising challenges like throughout the year, whether that's like throughout the like competitions between the different committees or like just like yourself or like into like just different things like that. Awesome. Yeah, it's it can get very – it just gets complicated. You know, there's so many different ways to fundraise, and it's just trying to figure out which couple of things work the best. And I definitely agree with you. The personalized messages really actually end up yielding more likely – donation or a support of the cause than just a bulk message might so a lot of dance marathons especially your dance marathon it's been around for a little bit you know you got some mileage some legs underneath you and with that you have a lot of students coming through and you have a lot of alumni so what do you do in terms of alumni engagement uh yeah we have actually like a whole separate program for alumni it's called pudma so like purdue university dance marathon alumni and so with our alumni, there's like, it's got it's it's been really successful in the past. Like they raised like a lot of money, but to keep them like engaged with what we're doing today, we have a lot. We call them alumni buddies, and so everyone on the leadership team has an alumni buddy, and so they're paired with someone who like they can go to to ask for donations or ask for like help or anything like that. All the alumni just had a huge like trivia night, so we got all of that or all PUD and everyone was involved with that. So that was really cool. They raised a lot of money through that too. So yeah, I think we're, we have a very good and engaged alumni organization in ours. So that's really cool to see too. Very cool. Okay. So, you know, 
with your dance marathon, you have a huge legacy, if you will, a legacy to follow and to continue. We're, we're kind of moving away from the logistical questions now and kind of just moving into just personal stories and kind of talking about like what this means to you. So what does it mean for you two, if you could both answer this, what does it mean to continue the legacy of those who started back in 2005? Um, for us, it means everything. I mean, when it comes to like fundraising, we know that we have to keep getting better. We have to keep the growth up. And so just using the ideas that they've used in the past and, and continuing to improve those and just kind of being Knowing that you put all your effort into such a great cause, I think is really important because you just see all your friends and all the all the friends you made that have graduated um, from Dance Marathon and from Purdue, and just seeing how much they put in, and so you want to put in that much more and even try to go above and beyond what you thought possible because it's just so important to hit that one million for us, and it's so important to keep and, and to hit all the goals that they have in the past and to grow it. So I think it's the legacy is just everything because you just see all the people who impacted your experience and you just want to give that back to other people. And so alumni for us, I know it's just super important because they're kind of, they're a lot of what keeps us motivated because we see all the work that they put in and we just want to keep doing more. Yeah. I would say legacies are definitely, that was our whole theme last year. It was like live the legacy. And so it's definitely just like all the legacies that we have in PDM. It's just like very like inspirational and like kind of what keeps us all going. Just like seeing what's been done in the past and like the motivation for what we can do in the future and like leaving our own legacy. I know especially like Purdue like campus wide like a huge part of Purdue and like why people have gotten to get like involved in it is with Tyler Trent. So he's like a big legacy that we all focus on and like kind of like um, just trying to do what we can to like make everyone's like improve the life lives at Riley. And so yeah it's Legacies are, I think, a huge part of what PUDM is today. And so I totally forgot we haven't even covered how you two got involved with Dance Marathon. So if you want to talk a little bit about how you got involved and, like, what the journey's been like. Well, for me personally, I did, I got started in Dance Marathon in high school. So my high school did it. And so that's kind of what got me started. And so I did that, like, since my freshman year of high school. But then my senior year of high school or junior year there a little girl that I babysat she was she had they found a brain tumor in her brain and she so she's kind of like the reason why I kept going and why I'm so involved in it today just having like because she got she was treated at Riley and so they did a, a huge like awesome things with her and they she's she's okay now she's um she's like six now so she's doing great um, but yeah, definitely she, her name's Hayden. She's definitely one of the reasons why I have been so like wanting to be involved in PUDM and just put so much effort and, um, all of that. Um, I know, I know as for me, myself and my sister, we're both Riley, Riley kids. So we are both, I had four surgeries at the hospital and my sister was cured of her cancer there too. So we have a really big, um, reason to to support dance marathon and a lot of my cousins too have been treated there so i came into dance marathon uh, i did one year of in high school but i came in and i was like i feel like i should get back uh, and i wanted to i wanted to just also join an organization that seemed like it was helping the uh the hospital out so i joined and then after the first marathon i was like immediately hooked and 
how emotional you get from seeing all the kids there. That really just kind of hooks you into it. And then I just kept going from there. But, um, yeah, I was treated at the hospital, and so was my sister. So uh, it's definitely a personal impact for me. That's incredible. I want to jump into what does it mean to the community for you to plan this dance marathon? Um, I think I think it means a lot. So there's a lot of the families are at in the Lafayette area of the city that um, Purdue is in. So I think it means a lot because a lot of them are very local and they see that people around them are supporting them. And I think that's huge for them to see and feel because um, they have that support from us coming in. It's kids that, you know, it's not just kids in college uh, partying all the time. It's like kids in college actually want to make an impact and help them. And I think it's a very genuine support because whenever we invite them um, to all of our things that we do, like we have events for them. And then also, like, I think we we uh, stay friends with a lot of the parents um, after we graduate Dance Marathon, with Marathon, which I think is, is the coolest thing. Um, I was on a Zoom call and with some of the alumni uh, people, and two of the families were on, and we were just talking about just life. And it was just, I think that's the coolest thing about it is, you know, you, you make friends out of it. You don't just, it's not just people you want to support, but it's people who you want to be lifelong friends with, I think is the coolest thing. Like, the relationships you get out of it, it's really cool. Wonderful. And I want to press you a little bit on it because most people, when they do dance marathon and they interact with some families, they have an opportunity to act, interact with families and kiddos from their CMN hospital. There might be a one or two families that really, their story, like, extremely resonates with you, whether it's, you know, for maybe a kid, maybe it's, like, someone who had who had surgeries at Riley, or maybe it's just someone who's, you know, you can see a bit of your younger self in, is there a sto- is there a kiddo? And if you can say their name, if not, no worries. But maybe say, t- talk about that and talk about a family that you might have a special connection to. So my favorite story is actually about Tyler Trent, so he recently died with uh, osteosarcoma on New Year's Day of last year, so January 1st, 2019, um, but he was a really big, really, really big part of Purdue's, uh, Purdue's Dance Marathon culture and all this, so he actually went, he actually became kind of famous, so he went on ESPN and all this stuff, because basically what happened is he was a huge football fan through and through. This guy bled Purdue bled being a boilermaker and basically said what everything being a boilermaker is for um and so basically what happened is he was i think battling his second or third time with osteosarcoma and he was camping outside the purdue uh football stadium and coach brahm saw him and kind of got a little coach brahm is a football coach and got kind of wind of his story um and basically he ended up coach coach asked him like what he wanted um and as, as tyler was in remission for his disease because he was getting a lot worse uh they asked him what his dream was and he said that he wanted purdue to be ohio state uh at our game and so ohio state was number two at the time and we ended up actually winning that game and then after that tyler became really big deal and produced campus and he went on things like espn he met the Indiana Pacers, the Indy Colts, um, and he became a really big uh, fundraiser too, especially. So he raised $100,000 for Purdue Dance Marathon. 
um, by himself, yeah. And he had some famous people donate to him, um, like some people on ESPN. Um, and it was crazy. And he and we donate um, $10,300 every year to the Tower Trent Endowment um, because he, since he donated $103,000 or since he fundraised that, that's how much we give 10300 to his endowment in his name for cancer research. Um, and if, if, if you if people listening to this were to like Google him, he'd come up because he's just he's really famous. And I think he um, he was part of the reason we raised so much in 2018 because his story was really big in 2018, and that's the highest fundraising total we've ever hit. And so uh, I think that was kind of like a spark that made us power through and raise as much money as we did that year. He got a lot of um, national recognition from, like, everywhere. And so he's definitely one of PUDM's inspirations. Like, um, yeah, just, like, just to keep us going and everything. Like, everyone's still talking about him, and he's just a really huge part of what we do today. Awesome. So my next question is, what, what has been your most impactful dance marathon moment? It's a hard question because there's so many moments, I bet. But if you could pick, narrow it down to one moment, what would it be? Um, I, mean, I, I don't mind. Um, so mine, so when I first joined Dance Marathon, I was not very involved. I just kind of, I thought it would be something fun to do, but I didn't really show up to many of our meetings, and I just wasn't that involved. I was in morale my first year. Um, and then after the marathon, I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. It's like, it's just amazing. So I started getting more involved and I actually won the committee member of the year for morale. And I think that it, it sounds a little selfish when I say it, but just for me, like knowing that, um, to get recognized, uh, people and for all the hard work you did and put into an organization, I think that was just for me, um, to grow from not being involved to being so involved. Um, it's a little selfish, but I think that was probably my favorite just because it's, uh, it was just great to see that I wanted to actually help the kids out, you know. Um, I would say for me, the thing that got me, or most, like, outstanding moment, it was definitely for my first marathon, my freshman year, we have, like, the inspiration tent area, and so you, like, go in there and it has all the early kid posters and, like, stories and everything, and I remember on, like, little pieces of paper, like, spread out on all the tables, they were, like, little prayers like that that was either from like the parents or like the siblings of Riley kids and it was like just these like short few sentences and it was like it was they're just like prayers about like how like God say like help my sister like be better and it was just like it was it was really like eye-opening to me like seeing like what all these families like go through and like just like knowing like I mean personally I haven't had any experience like that and so just like knowing that was kind of the that it hit me that like I want to help these families like any way that I can so yeah that's awesome so we're all about dance marathon it is about raising money and it is about the event and the kiddos and another big component of dance marathon is stewardship you know thanking your donors thanking the community thanking everyone so in in the spirit of stewardship um for this podcast I want you to to think of one person or family to do a little blurb of just thanking them for what they've done for the movement or supporting the movement or dance marathon as a, as a whole. Um, and you can take your time to think about it and then 
go ahead and steward away. question and then we'll move to our final question but the next question I have is if you could summarize your dance marathon experience in one word or phrase what would it be? Oh. For me I'd probably say like a journey almost just because coming from a kid who wasn't really into it and was just kind of wanted to do it just for fun and then having like uh, an exact position is just incredible and, and to look at it say that I'm an, ex- I'm an executive is just insane to me and I would have never thought about doing that and all the friends you make along the way and how many friends you keep in contact with after is literally incredible because Dance Marathon brings together so many people and you just see all the wonderful people that have impacted you and make you want to do even more for the organization um, it really is like a journey for me um, through your four years of college because it's it's like a whole other world in college, it's a whole other part that um, you just fall in love with and uh, you just want to keep giving back to even after college so I think the word I would use is inspirational um, because like I just feel like with my whole experience throughout Dance Marathon um, I've just been like inspired to like help the kids and also inspired to like get more involved and just kind of do as much as I, as I can um, and so it's been like just thinking of everything that I could I've been able to like had the experience to do throughout dance marathon um has just been inspiring like all parts of my life like even if it wasn't dance marathon so definitely inspirational would be my word now one wrap-up question that we have before we end this episode here the question is what program do you want to see on this podcast i would like to see terps on um and for me ohio state just because i know they have a really good external Seeing Buckeye Thon um, and seeing how they recruit people would be really helpful and really cool to hear about. So, 
All right. Well, you heard it, Terpthon and Buckeyethon. Expect an email in your inbox soon. We're going to want to get you on here to talk about your programs as well to see what miracles y'all are making. So I just wanted to say thank you again, Kip and Haley, for coming on today to talk about Purdue University Dance Marathon. I can't thank you enough for the work that you have done and the work that you will continue to do to champion pediatric health in in the midst of this COVID pandemic and just in general. I think what Dance Marathon does is just so notable and so noteworthy and very honorable. So I appreciate you coming on today and good luck in planning your next marathon. Thank you so much. It was great being here. Thanks for having me. If you like this episode and don't want to miss a single moment of incredible stories from Dance Marathon, go ahead and subscribe and follow this podcast so you can get updates about the content the moment it releases. If you're looking for more information and want to stay up to date with everything that this podcast is doing in between episodes, make sure to follow us on Instagram at MiracleMakersPod and subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching MiracleMakersPod. If you want to learn more about this program, go follow them on Instagram at Purdue Dance Marathon. If you feel inspired by the stories told today and want to help out this dance marathon, a donation link to PUDM has been started with the help of Children's Miracle Network and can be found in the description of this podcast as well as the link in our bio on Instagram. Thank you for listening, and remember, one donation to a dance marathon program today can change the lives of a kiddo and their family tomorrow and forever. Take care, and we'll see you next time.